Good day, everyone, and welcome to Disturb America with me, your host, DeAndre Pace, and co-host, Rhett Williams. Joining us today, and he's going to be getting ready to take on his new role here on the show, is going to be our new host of our, our chief uh, news and political anchor, <laughs> Jay, mother J. So... Hey, you almost said my real name. That's why I call myself. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, let's just go ahead and get the get the big news out of the way uh, right off the back. We're both we're all aware here. We've been talking about this for the last I don't know how many weeks it's been now, but it's gotten a little bit more juicy. The FBI. And the Department of Justice seem to be incapable of hiding their corruption anymore. They're just doing it flat out. Order 66, right in broad daylight, as the FBI subpoenas more than 40 individuals that may or may not be tied to Donald Trump. And one of those people happened to be Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. They confiscated his cell phones and other things. They tried to. He refused to give it up. I don't know if they took it by force, but uh, that's what I so, heard. So let's take a look here. Let's take a look here what we can find here. We're going to take a look on this is a story coming from CNN, which, you know, it's not the most accurate news source, but CNN says that pillow salesman and Trump ally Mike Lindell says the FBI served him a subpoena for the contents of his phone. This article by CNN says that the CEO of MyPillow and prominent backer of former President Donald Trump of false voter fraud claims, this is how they start their article off, said that Tuesday the FBI served him with a grand jury subpoena for the contents of his phone as a part of an investigation into a Colorado election security breach. Lundell shared on social media and conservative media copies of this, of a subpoena he said was served by the FBI. In an interview with CNN, Lundell says agents asked him questions about Tina Peters, Domestic County, Colorado clerk who is facing state charges connected to a scheme that allegedly allowed an unauthorized person to access voting machines. Peters has pleaded not guilty. An FBI investigated security breach uh, episode, CNN has reported that Lindell said that the FBI encounter occurred Tuesday afternoon while he was in his car and a drive-through at a Hardy's restaurant in Minnesota. The FBI stalking people when they Straight go out red hand. Uh, on his internet show, the Lindell Report, he says, cars pulled up in front of us, on the side of us, and behind us, and said, these are either bad guys or the FBI. Well, it turns out they were the FBI. Lindell also the same thing as bad guys. but Pretty much at this you point. You said the same thing twice. Lindell told CNN the agents presented him with a subpoena and asked for his phone. On the internet show, Lindell said, he goes, well, I got some bad news. He goes, we're taking your cell phone. We have a warrant for your cell phone. Lindell objected. 
and consult his attorney, but then relented and provided the devices to oh, the agents. Oh, man. I didn't hear that part. He says here, <sighs> I want to say this for the record. They were pretty nice guys. None of them had a had an attitude, Lindell said on the show. Lindell then told CNN initially that he believed the agents were serving him with a subpoena as a part of a large sweep of the of investigative activity in recent days related to the ongoing January 6th nonsense. Agents told him it was unrelated. I said, come on, bring me to January 6th, he said. He told the agents, I want to be part of that show. <laughs> Lindell is, oh man. Lindell said that Safina warned against disclosure. They thought they were, I, they thought they were there to intimidate me that they won't intimidate me, Lindell told CNN. An FBI spokesperson told CNN, without commenting on a specific matter, I can confirm that the FBI was at the location executing a search warrant authorized by the federal judge. CNN has reached out to Peter's uh, attorney for comment. And that's as much as this article shows. So it appears and maybe we're missing some context here, but it appears that the FBI has been stalking Mike Lindell to the point where they were able to corner him at a fast food drive through in order to serve him over subpoena and take his phones out of his car. Now, yeah, imagine, uh, imagine like being in line at a fast food joint and the FBI pulls up on you. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is this is some this is. This is some weird corruption. Oh, you got the, the yeah. What, his, you know, his, isn't uh, it crazy that a man who used to be a crackhead is now making pillows? Like yes. all that yeah. time he couldn't sleep, and he's like, "I need the best pillow now since I'm sleeping." <laughs> 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 Apparently, he got the idea while uh, while he was on drug. He's like, "I can't, I can't sleep ever." And he's Dude, been talking yeah, you, about you, that. You will get crazy ideas when you're like methed out for three or four days. And he got the idea, and he kept telling people, and people were like, "Mike." You're better than us. You don't need to be doing this. Go go make your pillow. Yeah, it's true. His uh, his drug dealer cut him off, and then made sure everybody else in the city cut him off too, so he could not buy any more crack. Which I guess is that's a strange thing for a drug dealer to do, but they must have been friends or something. Hey, a drug dealer with a moral compass. That's what we're lacking. You'd actually today. be surprised how many of them there are. It's a minority, but there are definitely drug dealers with. With morals, that's what we're was, lacking today. Was, you know, you I know, was one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the drug dealers and morals need to be coming out here, waging war against the fentanyl drug dealers. Well, the thing about that is, a lot of times they don't even know it's in the stuff because the person that they get it from or their supplier, it's already mixed in. But that's True. beside the point. So Steve Bannon is the one uh, a couple days ago who came out and said he the number he said was over thirty five. Trump uh, allies had been subpoenaed, had no reason to doubt. Steve Bannon is not the kind of person to make stuff up like that. Fox reported out it's that actually it was over more, 30. More than 40 now. So it's over 40 now. So, so but what do we, what do we guys think uh, about this overarching corruption within, within the Department of Justice that, you know, when me and Rhett were talking, uh, I think it was this morning, I want to say it was this morning, or maybe it was yesterday, um, that this is just just blatantly out in the open that Donald Trump, when he started to pull back the veil on the swamp, and 
they yeah. they could they couldn't hide it anymore. They like, well, they they called us. <laughs> uh, was this, this morning? A, yeah, twenty sixteen. After that, they were just like, <laughs> "We'll do it live, just yeah, like Bill O'Reilly." He's, he's like, "That's what they, they said." They're just they, doing everything. They called us, so it's like, "Well, f- f- fuck it, let's just do it. Let's let's just do it. Let's just seize everything." So, yeah, Jake, cat back in the bag. What 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 do you think about this, Jay? As our new chief political anchor for SOA News. Man, I like the way he was like, you know what? When am I going to get on that show? When, he's not even scared of it, man. He just likes, he's like, bring it on, man. Because he knows what this is all about. He's just, this is just to take down Trump. This is just to take down all of his appointments, intimidate everybody. And it's just an intimidating, intimidation tactic. Uh, I, I like that he's not, you know, scared or, you know. So I, I really like that part. But uh, I mean, I think all we can do is just report every single time the FBI acts all fishy. And just all you know, comment it all up because what are, what can we really truly tr- 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 do? Uh, besides Trump, you know, suing them back after the whole Mar-a-Lago incident, you know, it's just it's a fight. Well, you know, yeah. it goes on to to show uh, that there's even more reason to believe and suspect that there's corruption and that the FBI really is just doing this to save their own hide or to plant evidence on Donald Trump because why else would they have any need to appeal the special master to to be appointed? And after the special master's decisions have been appointed, they want to pick two individuals that are tied to Washington, the swamp, that are favorable to them and unfavorable to Donald Trump. And they they object to Donald Trump's pick, which I think that in this case, Donald Trump should be able to pick whoever he wants to pick uh, to go there because this documents are pertaining to him, attorney client, attorney client privilege, some things that he is in, uh, entitled to keep, other things that the archives may say that they that he's not entitled to keep, even though he's the president, he can or he was the president, he could have kept as many documents as he wanted to to make his presidential library. But but when you see the FBI fighting so hard to stop the special master from being appointed, uh, it just goes to show that they're, 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 they're fighting this hard for something. And it's not about transparency. It's not about security because they keep leaking photos of supposedly top secret information to the media. So if it was about security, they wouldn't be leaking it. So what say you, Rhett? Well, obviously they have something to hide because as soon as he went to appoint a special master, they're like, oh, it's over with. We're done. We found what we need. But now that they're going after. It's not just that they're going after all these people that. This party is using. The, the federal authority to go after their political rivals and not just one of them, even their attorneys are being targeted. Yeah, everyone that's associated with them. And this is the the biggest, I, I correct me if I'm wrong, Rhett, but this is the the biggest abuse of power and corruption of the deep state we've ever seen in this country. They're basically saying that and by demonstrating an action that, that the deep state is above the president, which they've okay. always believed that, but they're just showing it now. I mean, yeah. all this reminds me of, uh, you know, the French Revolution with Maximilian Bonaparte, you know, how he, he all he did was just, you know, 
Maximilian yeah. Bonaparte. Yeah. I think it is, man. It's, it's man. Max- I always forget Bonaparte is Napoleon. Oh, I always get the Maxim Robespierre. Thank you. Thank you. I always get the mixed up. Okay. But it's the same thing, I feel like, man. They're just going up to their appointments and just, you know, persecuting them all. You know, this is all the same thing, like, oh, they're just the oppressors. They're the white, you know, the white nationalists, the Christian nationalists. They're just oppressing us. So they feel like they're justified to put them in jail. Like, I mean, how many times do we see on Facebook, oh, uh, you know, he's broken the law this many times, but they can never say what laws he actually broke or, or actually sit down and say, why is he going to jail? But then they say he's just broken so many laws. I mean, he should just be put to death because already. I mean, it's it's really easy to say those words that he's broke. You could say anything you want, but to back up what you say is a whole nother thing. Yeah, and as and as I've pointed out several times to multiple individuals, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the affidavit. And we've gone over the affidavit before. And I do have to point out that in my humble opinion. The entire reason why they're even doing this is outlined right here in USC, uh, under 18 USC uh, 2071, Section B specifically, because, I mean, again, when we take a look here at their reason to search, this is, this is, a, uh, this is why I say this is some of the most crazy nonsense. This is the source of evidence. Remember this, folks. The source of evidence, the the facts set forth in this affidavit are based on my personal knowledge, knowledge obtained during my participation in this investigation, and information obtained from other FBI and U.S. government personnel. Because this affidavit is submitted for the limited purpose of establishing probable cause and support of the application, uh, for a search warrant. It does not set forth each and every fact that I or others have learned during the course of this investigation. So what we learned during this from the source of evidence and going on further is that they found out information from the media who themselves have never reported favorable information to Donald Trump. And then they say that it's not about trying to prevent Donald Trump from running. It's trying to, you know, preserve the tooth, to preserve the law. But this is specifically one of the cases they put in here. U.S. Uh, 18 U.S.C. 2071 Section B. Whoever having the custody of any such record, proceeding, map, book, document, paper, or, uh, or other thing willfully or unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys the same shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both, and there's the kicker, and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. That's what they want. But, uh, you know, it, it's it's like beating over a dead horse when you compare this to Hillary Clinton, who actually did obliterate and destroy documents and unlawfully and will willfully concealed and removed documents that she wasn't supposed to have and president and even sold those documents to russian agents and chinese agents according to wikileaks who we now know to be virtually 100 accurate in the entirety of what they did during the 2016 
uh, elections. So we know for a fact, Jay, that they are doing this to try to prevent this man from running for office. They, if they fear Donald Trump so much, but they are running around here using Donald Trump's name as a campaign device, trying to say that we're all MAGA Republicans, which we should be, because make America great again sounds good to me, because uh, last I checked, I was, hell, it was difficult for me to buy food a couple of days ago, and I spent 300 bucks and don't have anything in here to eat. Well, I mean, yeah. well, look, here, here's this, here's this one newsletter. I'm like, I can't read the whole thing because I, I don't know why my computer, my phone does it, but this is the headline by itself. It was Trump supporter in clown wig arrested at uh, at a Dairy Queen after threatening to kill all the Democrats. Earlier that day, he showed up and, and gave some money to only the, the Republicans, and then now he's over there. You know, there, you know, there's a lot of there's been some stories coming out lately about Trump support of this, Trump support of that. I mean, the media is now engaging on facing us and well and at the same time uh this this leads to another story uh at the same time the media seems completely uh unwilling to cover the report that a democratic lawmaker in i believe in california killed a reporter stabbed him to death for reporting on the corruption now if this isn't gestapo kangaroo court system that we're living in here I don't know what I don't know what we're living in. You know, this this isn't like and back when Andrew Jackson was alive, when apparently he participated in anywhere between 20 and 120 duels in his presidency. So this isn't while Andrew he was Jackson pregnant? while he was president. They said I went back and was reading where Andrew Jackson participated in between 20 and and a hundred duels while he was president. And survived all he of them. Some ball, he got some balls, man. Changed, man. He I mean, got some balls. <laughs> I mean, this this definitely isn't then where you could kill a man out on the street and be perfectly fine. And be perfectly fine. Yeah, as long as the other person agreed to it, like, you know, maybe we should go back to those times. As long as the other person agrees that death is the only option out of this. <laughs> no, by all, by no means we're we are. Uh, we are abdicating for death. I don't want us to get taken down because Facebook already took my Facebook account. Yeah, but, well, you know, they already kind of are. Illinois is passing that new, uh, the new no bail, no cash bail, and you can actually threaten a political figure. You can actually kidnap and do all these crazy stuff. Well, I hate to cut you off, Jay, but we have seen this to happen to Republican candidates very often. I remember the story of, of if I remember correctly, it was in Michigan. Uh, or or might have been in Chicago, of a young black uh, Republican who was helping. Uh, he was about 17 years old. He was a volunteer working for uh, a person who was running for office, I believe, in in, in uh, Detroit. And because he was helping this individual as a volunteer, he was killed at the age of 17 for being a volunteer to Republican to a Republican uh, candidate. And so the Democrats have clearly, over the last several years, been using tactics of this sort to discourage people from volunteering to aid Republican candidates in more liberal states, which makes it more difficult 
for to get the message across, particularly when it comes to low income areas, such as the areas in which many African Americans live in, where it's go Democrat or die. I mean, I can't tell you how many times uh, I would get some looks at me when I'd be walking home from work when I when I used to go, you know, when I used to walk to work every day, uh, when I have my Make America Great Again hat, and I'm walking past these Black Lives Matter people. Sit, uh, this was around the 2020 election, and they're mm. out there trying to get people to go vote for Kamala and Biden. And I'm walking by with a Black Lives Matter hat on, and they're out there trying to sell twenty dollar Black uh, twenty dollar Black Lives Matter shirts. And I've got a Make America Great Again hat on. Yeah, you must have had a death wish. It took me a while to, to drum up the courage to even wear my hat because I worked in a building that was full of black people. You know, and that seems so, like an unnecessary risk. So, but, you know, I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to wear my hat. I, I built you know, a, I built a rapport with my with my coworkers. They know what my beliefs are. And my boss tried to dissuade me from voting Trump. I told my boss, I was like, well, I said, you know, boss, I, I appreciate you. I consider you to be a good friend of mine. But if you think that Donald Trump is a racist, and I got to tell you, boss, you're 100 percent wrong. He's like, he, he's, he's like, they, uh, he said they're, they're, they're good people on both sides. I said, yeah, go back and watch the whole thing because he disavowed the KKK in the same breath. And it's like, oh, I'll tell I'll He said, I'll take your word for it. I said, no, don't take my word for it. Just go do your research. And then research candidate Joe Biden. He told me I wasn't black, boss. And so, you know, after those after those points, I always have those conversations with my with my with my boss and my coworkers. And I'm like, fuck it, I'm gonna wear my hat. And you know, I, I'm gonna do it, do it or not. If they're if they're gonna kill me, you know, they had plenty of chance to do it when I was walking door to door in 2019 as a candidate for Congress. I'm pretty good, man. I, I like that you stood up for that because, you know, I, I walk around with the, you know, Jesus is the only way hat and I I, just, I love it. <clears throat> but, you know, there's people are growing more angry at Christians. I've seen this online. You don't really see it on, in person. But I mean, my brother's always telling me, why don't you just not be in the public? Why don't why are you just doing this? If you know you if you're putting yourself in danger, why are we why are we actually doing this? Uh, Red, why do why do you think we should? you know not i don't think that you're you know wearing christian stuff is necessarily wearing american mayor great great again hat is a different level of like you know people have been beaten in public people have been killed just for being trump supporters Mm -hmm. and that's kind of a unique thing as far as like you know most of the time if you're wearing a shirt or a hat that says jesus is the only way most of the time people are no one cares it's like whatever, but if you wear a Make America Great Again hat, depending on where you are, you could get killed. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. It seems could, like an could. unnecessary risk to me. I have the hat, but I've never used them as like. I've just used them as like display. Like I, I, I don't. You know, I, I don't. I, I used to I don't wear. wear I, this is all I wear. I don't wear hats. I just. Wear I, you know, I, I wear hats every day because you know. First, I cover up the bald spot, and secondly, um, I hate. Uh, how long it takes me to do my hair when I, whenever I was doing my hair because I'd have to put in the gel and get, and, and then, it has to, then it has to air out properly for the curls and stuff to flow. I mean, Jay, you understand. You you do the same type of shit to get your hair to be curly and stuff. Yes. Thanks, and, and, you know, so I, you know, 
I just put a hat on and be like, you know what? Fuck it. Put the hat on, walk out the door and be done with it. <laughs> and so I wear a hat all the time, mostly fedoras. Uh, I have a massive collection of fedoras, which is not here at my apartment. It's uh, in my storage unit, but I have a massive collection of fedoras. Uh, some of them I've lost uh, in various hotels when I was in Paris Island. And I've lost a couple of my fedoras along the way because I, you know, I forget to get it out of the closet when we're leaving hotels. But, you know, I wear my hats all the time. And, I'm, and this is the only time where I was wearing a hat and I and it was in the wintertime. So I was also wearing a hoodie. So I would have my hat on, but I would have my hoodie on top of the hat to cover up the fact that it was a Make America Great Again hat so that I wouldn't get any sly looks. But after after a time, you know, uh, there may there may have been like three or four people at my job that were Trumps that were Trump supporters, and the other ones were all anti-Trump. And I'm like, you know, over time I built up a friendship with my coworkers. I'm like, okay, I can wear my hat around my coworkers. It doesn't matter. But when I'm walking and I'm over in North Gulfport, which as Rhett knows, is not the safest area in the world uh, of Mississippi to live in. And I'm walking around at nighttime with a Make America Great Again hat on, walking from the from the store. And, you know, I have it does incur some risk to do such a thing. But you know, I got a Make America Great Again hat. I got two Trump signs from when I went to the Trump rally in 2020 and in uh, 2017 when I went there to the Trump. No, 2018 when I went to the Trump rally down here, and I got my signs uh, and I got my hat. And so I'm like, you know, either I either I wear it or I let them intimidate me. And you you know you remember uh, Mega Man? Uh, Mega Man always said when I was running for Congress, he's like, he's like, you know, he's like, you know, King Odin, I uh, I fear that if you run for office, they're going to assassinate you. And whenever we were in high school, I don't remember. I don't know if Rhett remembers this, but whenever we were in high school, we always used to talk about running for office and me becoming president of the United States. And all my all my friends said that they would that they would assassinate me if I became the president of the United Ali. States. Ali, you know that's that's too messed up because look, even a Texas woman uh, just very you know sent him. Uh, she's detained by the police now, but she sent a message to Mar-a-Lago that he is now marked to be assassinated. You know. Like what's what's with the whole part of assassination? Like I I remember some friends when they when Trump was first uh, put into office, they were like, man, what's, where's the, what happens to the good assassinators that we used to have? Yeah, that was what Alec Baldwin. When was the last time a president got assassinated? We need to have we need to get one, um, something like that. Alec oh, that Baldwin. was Johnny Depp. Oh, was it Johnny Depp? Yeah. Oh, don't say that, man. I like him. That's pretty sad. Well, you know, you know, you know, that sucks. <laughs> he man. did say it. That was him. Even even the lady that posted the you know the whole Trump with his head cut off, you know, she, they, yeah, I think was she was in the news again like what last yeah, week. Yeah, she's been in the news again recently because she she uh, she did something, and then, yeah, she said vote for Republicans if you want a civil war, and if you want peace, vote for Democrats, something like that, right? Yeah, she uh, she did stoke the fears of civil war. The Republicans managed to win. Uh, the win which the is so, so, you know, because, you know, what she's really saying is if the Republicans win, then the Democrats are going to do civil war because if the Republicans won, why would they need to do a civil war? They won. Exactly. And this is the same fear tactics that the Democrats do, but the supporters of the Democrats are too stupid to see that 
the Democrats are the ones that are the party of political violence. They really have become a uh, fascist. <laughs> and then yeah. every time the every time there's something that looks like it's right wing, it turns out to be a hoax or it turns yeah. out to be people disguised as Trump supporters. And the one time it wasn't was January 6th. And they use it to their advantage as much as they can. And then on top of that, January 6th pales in comparison to what they did. They set the church, the president, the presidential church on fire across the street from the White House. Yeah, and they and of- they killed what? They killed like 75 people in the summer, injured over 200, caused more than $5 billion in damages. And then that's not even including what they did on the night of, of the 2016 election when they caused more than $500 million worth of damages and set, build, set buildings on fire. And, and leading up to that election, do you remember that story about the, about the special needs person that was kidnapped by a group of black people and uh, tortured because he, was a, because he was white and believed to have been a Trump supporter? I don't know if you know. Wasn't there a video of that? Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was like four black people uh, kidnapped this guy. And then there was this one thing with a with a 70-year-old man who got his car stolen bec- uh, because he had a Trump sign on the car by by a bunch of black people. And then they wonder why people don't want to hang around black folks in their communities anymore. You know, that's the sad part, but let, let me just say this. Um, so there's a book, it's called How Civil War Starts and How to Stop It. It's by Barbara F. Walter. If people really want oh, to see I remember their plan, Barbara Walter. Do you, if, y'all want, if y'all really want to see their plan, look, at, there's a chapter on actually how to stop it because I didn't know this was a left-wing writer or anything like that. I just, you know, it's like- Yeah, Barbara Walter is from, from The View. Oh man, you serious? Oh, okay. Anyway, she's she's the original she's the original founder of the View, if I'm not mistaken. Oh Jesus! Well, look, man, their their plan. There's a chapter that says how to stop the civil war. All it is is just take away electoral college, make every, all the voting off by federal, uh, install federal agents into um, quite predominantly uh, you know towns and stuff like that to gain their trust, to to disenfranchise and sue the crap out of any organization that's a right-wing organization and and basically to flood the southern border and and you know replace the white people you know how that great the whole you know thing that they said was just completely fake the whole replacement theory it's in this book everything that they want to do is in this book and it's not how to stop the civil war it's still to just continue doing what they're doing they're not we're not the right wing is not trying to do a civil war we're just trying to stay onto our constitutional republic you know that's what we want it's just sad that they see it as we're just all oppressors and they need like a whole revolution. It's just sad. It sucks. I hate it. Well, well, speaking of the border, you know, we have a lot of major issues now with the border, as you as you uh, as you all know. And one of the key issues that we are that we are having with the border is uh, Press Secretary Karine Jean Pierre, whatever the hell her name is, the gay black woman. She is constantly going at odds with Peter Ducey about whether or not the border is safe. So now we are seeing that we have the most crossings of illegals in this country ever. And we're also seeing now that, they are, that the illegals are 
sneaking across the border wearing camo. I wonder who's supplying the camo to them. They're wearing camo and we're seeing them being dropped off by via Uber by the Kalafati Coyotes and they're being dropped off and they're running across and they're escaping. And the uh, Department of Homeland Security is, the, uh, the border security is basically saying, yeah, these people escaped and there's thousands of them but uh they escape every single day you know, i was kind of angry about you know them shipping off for everybody into the into the america through the military bases and everything like that i was like calling it human trafficking and in like more of an incentive to for them to keep on crossing but what do you think that greg abbott's sending them to democrat cities in these buses isn't that the kind of the same thing i mean i kind of like it because it shows the hypocrisy about it of them really wanting to say that they're a sanctuary city. I get that. But, you know, he's still essentially essentially human trafficking. But, you know, what, what can you do if they're going to be crossing like this? I mean, isn't this a good taste for their medicine? What do you think, Jay? Uh, Rhett? Well, I mean, I, I, I do like it because, I, I mean, they get to see the problems it brings. You know, you can't just facilitate all these people. I mean, maybe their, their whole infrastructure or their human infrastructure bill that they passed in, well, in Joe Biden's first year, I'm pretty sure that that has been funding it pretty good. Because, you know, here, here even here in Odessa, uh, there's a Mexican restaurant that can't even stay afloat because there's just so many people opening up restaurants from their homes. Nobody wants to work anymore. No, and, and, and most of the people that do come to her are Cuban, Cuban and she's just like, you know what? They don't want to work because they're already getting a house. They're already getting healthcare, free, free health. I mean, free education, clothes, and yet they say that they're not doing this. Uh, but yeah, they're going to the Greg Abbott thing. You know, shipping them off to Democrat cities. Yeah, what are you? Apparently, New that? York is sending. New York is now shipping them to Florida, which is a terrible idea, because DeSantis is There's, not going to stand for that. So New York shipping to Florida, you know, now I have a problem with that because, and, you know, I had a problem with Greg Gabbick doing it because it's a, you know, I understand why he's doing it's, it. Yeah, but it doesn't but solve the problem. It, it, it makes the problem much worse. And, but, you know, the problem that I have with, with, uh, with New York's sending them to Florida is <clears throat> New York claims to be a sanctuary state. They're sanctuary city. Aren't you supposed to accept them? Is isn't that I what you, isn't that what they and, ran on? No, that sanctuary state or city just means that they're not going to deport you. To yeah, but they your, your no, I country. mean they they no. uh, governor uh, not governor Mayor Adams had signs up saying come come to New York for all for the for the illegals. Well, he had signs up. I'm just telling I'm just telling you what I'm reading right here. But yeah, it, now it just seems like. We're just going to get in this like cycle of just bussing them everywhere around the country. Just like, we don't want them here. Send them there. <laughs> Talk about sending them back over the border. But, you know, again, uh, the feds another, have to do it. Another, another tactic that this book said, uh, how to how civil war starts and how to end it, was they want all the immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants, to automatically get a driver's license and to be automatically uh, enrolled to vote. And you know, isn't isn't that doesn't that New York already do that? New York says if you stay there for a couple of months, you're already able to vote. I think so, yeah, dude. Yeah, and then, you know, and, and that's a, and, but you know what? New York's already blue anyway, so it's not really gonna, you know, and that's a slap in the face of the Constitution because, uh, according to the Constitution, 
originally you're supposed to be able to vote after staying someplace for i think it was two years correct me if i'm wrong but at the same time i don't think there's anything they, in the constitution they, about voting the state electors can set up their own law for when you're allowed to vote but i always thought that it was like you had to be a resident for at least two years before you were able to vote in that area in the area that, that, you that is in. true because i don't you know, think I there's was, anything in the constitution about well, voting maybe not the constitution but i've seen that because i was scared of that all these california people come to texas i was like you know what they're just gonna flip us like that well they actually have to be here about i think maybe five years living in the state before they can vote i don't know who made the rules but you know even the it's president a, it's a state by state thing only thing that's lined down the constitution is the electoral college and how long you have to live in each state uh, how long you have to live in a place to run for office yeah that's what it was, or, was it's not it doesn't depend on the state. It just says in order to be a congressman, senator, or president, you have to, no, the Senate and Congress says you have to have been a, an American for such and such many years. But of course, the president is natural born citizen, but Senate and Congress is not. And so when we're looking at a whole bunch of these things, so uh, we're, we're coming up on our time. We've got about 10 minutes left here, gentlemen. And so one of the, the key issues and key prospects that we have uh, that we have to talk about, obviously, is since our last uh, news episode, the queen has died after being immortal and being around the same age as Joe Biden, who just recently said he's been in Congress for 720 years. Uh, the queen who I don't think anybody thought would ever die. <laughs> really? But no, I the, knew she was going to die. The queen <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, hey, she was 96. It was bound to happen. But, you know, I thought she was going to die when she caught COVID, but she didn't. I know, you know, uh, a, fr a friend of mine from the UK, you know, you know, Sage, uh, Sage says that he believes that, that the, that the, that coronavirus killed the queen i'm like sage she's 96 she's old she's ready to die her husband died last year she's yeah, got she's done she's got a broken Dude. heart from her husband died and then I she's got Ma megan markle of all things been a thorn in her side so she's like you know what i've i've been immortal of, 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 of queen for generations so it's time to dip though. out I see I see this as a somewhat of an omen, like a symbol for what this world is about to descend into, because she was the last respected world leader left, probably one of the greatest queens of all time, as far as uh, the yeah, I don't is concerned. Think, the only queen and, I uh, think that might have been and, better her was uh, Elizabeth I. I'm not, uh, not her mother, but, you know, uh, Elizabeth, what was it, Stuart or Tudor? That was that was Queen what way back after Charles. I forgot what I was gonna say because you just interrupted me. I you had said was, you said it was like a market a marking for the whole world to about to see. Oh yeah, yeah. Works. No, I think it's a symbol of it's. I see it as a, a like a marker or or a symbol as a foreshadowing for oh, yeah. the collapse of our society globally. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of see that too, because as you say, the queen 
represented Western civilization as a whole. And she's yeah. kind of been the one thing that's been tying the older generation to this newer generation as she's been here uh, since what, 19... 1952, she took the throne. Uh, Winston Churchill was her first prime minister. I mean, she's seen what, 14 prime ministers, 14 presidents, like six or seven popes being moving to her in, in her time. Yeah. Um, but she, she was born, I believe, in, in uh, like 1919 or something like that, 1920, <laughs> 19, 19, 1921, I think, if I'm, if I'm mistaken. And I mean, she endured for a long time, a long, long time. 1926. 1926. Oh, so she's uh, slightly younger than my great grandmother. By about two years, my great grandmother died ninety at ninety five. She died, and the queen died at ninety six. But she's been around since the end of the Roaring Twenties, the start of the Great Depression. Her, she was very active during World War II. You, you know, know, it's 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 crazy to think about how how many different eras just one human life can span. You know, and at the same time, I also think she, I mean, she she's a shocking reminder that all of the those philosophers that we look up to are just about done. I mean, I look at her and I'm like, well, Thomas Sowell, he's 93. You know, and he's he's still kicking. But if the Queen's immortality ended, Thomas Sowell's is soon to end too. And we didn't listen to the we didn't listen to these people while they're alive. And the thing about the queen that made her so different from I think any other uh, state leader is that you never knew what the queen was thinking. I mean, yeah. she she fought she, she followed that rule of that her mother set to a to a a t. Uh, what 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 was it? Complain about nothing. Uh, explain complain about nothing and explain nothing. Yeah, she was very stoic. But you she know, had nice. she had a kind of quiet authority. Yes, and she was very very well respected, and she was had a great sense of humor. I, I you know I like the queen. I'm not I'm not one of those people that sit there and just gall over royalty, despite the fact that king is literally in my name. Uh, but you know the queen, for everything that it's worth, she is the last bastion of state leaders that kind of pulled all generations together the greatest generation up to this not so great generation yeah i don't think that charles is not going to be able to hold it together like she did you know oh, that, was, that, yeah. was one, that was one part of those old that bad omen that i saw they had a picture of charles his wife and then they said it looks a lot like Biden and his wife, and I was like, "Oh hell, I really look." They been, no, I they think that's really an bad. insult to King to King Charles. <laughs> well, to, nobody. I mean, uh, Bert nobody really wants like to be, they don't like Charles. Nobody wants to be compared to Joe Biden, though. <laughs> and he was yeah. friends. He was like best friends with Jimmy Seville, the the night pedophile of the UK. Mm -hmm. Well, you and, see, that, and not to mention that King Charles. <laughs> Uh, as Prince Charles was quite active when it came to giving money to climate change organizations and Dob and the War Economic Dude, Forum, he was he was tied in involved. with Epstein too. Yes, he was very involved. And people are convinced that he uh, orchestrated Princess Diana's death. 
So yeah. there's well, a lot every, surrounding him that makes him seem like less than trustworthy. And if history is a guide, we have not had very many good print, uh, good King Charles's in in uh, the history of Britain. <laughs> but you know they are pushing for a republic, so they say that that's that's very likely. This might be the downfall of the monarchy because yeah. nobody and nobody likes him there. And then on top of that, uh, you know, he's taken the throne relatively late in life. I think he's 72 or 77, 73, 73. And, you know, so his son, Prince William, will probably be taking the throne within the next 20 years or so. You know, the queen, well, she's definitely within the next 20 years, maybe within the next 10. The queen has been on the throne for 70 years. She 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 she's been on the throne since she was 25 years old. Right after World War One. I. I mean, right after World War Two. She's Man, been I on the made throne. Her my girlfriend, dude. If that happened, then she wouldn't have been able to be the queen. Hey, 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 hey. Nah, no, it's no, it's a rule. They have to they have to be inbred. Oh, <laughs> no, this family is not as inbred as the ones in the past. <laughs> I mean, her husband, Prince, uh, Prince William, uh, was it William or I can't remember her husband's name. Prince uh, Philip. Prince Philip was like her third cousin or something like that. Yeah, but that's not really incest. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking be, about like, you know, really, yeah, I know what you're talking like about. brother, sister and maybe first cousin. But you know, I was I was meaning that you have to you have to already be part of the royal blood in order to wed the queen and for the queen to become queen. Otherwise, she has to abdicate that to the next of kin, which is actually how she got the throne. Yeah, because her father, her uh, the king at the time, uh, the one who was supposed to take king, he wanted to marry a commoner, so he refused the throne, and then her father, King Charles, uh, took the throne. And then he died. Uh, what? What? I thought he was King George. King was he King George? Yeah. Well, he sixth he, or something. He died relatively shortly after he took the throne, and then she became the queen. Imagine, imagine loving somebody that much to say, you know what? I don't want to be a king. I mean, I don't know well, you you still gain all of the perks of being part of royal blood. You just yeah. can't be the ruler. You know, it might be too much work. Whatever. You know, I, I if I was in that position, I could understand. I could well, understand they, it too. I thought they were just like a symbol of the kingship. They weren't really no, you know, handling. That's what they've led you. To, the reason why you think that is because of Queen Elizabeth. They really do have a lot of power, but she just chose not to exercise it. Yeah, and see the thing is, they she is the head of state, so she doesn't have the ability, she, or she's not supposed to <laughs> pressure Parliament, which is who, and the or the uh, Prime Minister, um, who is the head of parliamentary or the Congress, and so to speak, head of government. That's what you they know, call head it. head of government. But the, the Prime Minister still has to report to the monarch. But the Queen, she also had power over here uh, in North America via via Canada, because Canada is still technically a British I think colony. There's still, there's it's not a colony; it's a Commonwealth. There's there's still fourteen Commonwealth countries, though. There's a lot of them. Yes. And you have to think about East India Company. No, India is independent. No, East India Company. It's a. Oh, it's like. Yeah. <laughs> 
Have you heard of the East India Company? Yes, everyone's heard of that if they know anything about history. Dude, okay, they said it's a conspiracy, though. I mean... It probably is, dude. That company's been around forever. They were saying it was like the real Illuminati. Gentlemen, gentlemen, it's been fun. but We have reached our 45-minute time limit here. So I want to... We've we've talked about the Queen, so I want to end on... Uh, something with the queen it was pretty pretty good but it was about her being dead so i want to end on something a little bit more fun so r.i.p queen elizabeth we'll see you one day yes yes we we all will meet you one day hopefully you made it to heaven queen elizabeth i I have no doubt that queen elizabeth went to heaven she was a jesus christ was her center of her life so god 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 saved the queen yes that's probably the only time that i will say that about a monarch (laughs) <laughs> but uh so the the fbi well really the the u.s government has been releasing more and more information about uh uaps unidentified aerial phenomenon this is rhett's topic here the and the i you know i i, I just like the ufo much better it sounds better UAP, you gotta get you gotta get used. Well, okay, I say UFO if it if it's not about the government. When I say UAP, I'm specifically referring to the ones spotted by the government. However, so this particular story here, military, is coming out of Ukraine, and it says that scientists in Ukraine say they have spotted several UFOs. So this article says that the scientists in Ukraine believe they have spotted a number of UFOs according to a new pre-research, preprint research paper. The paper published in coordination with the country's National Academy of Science and Kiev's uh, main astronomical observatory details sightings of unknown objects in the sky. The study authors refer to NASA's commission teams to study unidentified aerial phenomenon and says that theirs was an independent study titled unidentified and aerial phenomena phenomenon <laughs> one observations of events the paper describes findings made at nas at nas main astronomical observatory in kiev and a south village of kiev called uh Venerifica, whatever the heck you know i don't speak russian uh, we see them anywhere. We see them everywhere, said the researchers. We observe a significant number of objects whose nature is not clear. The researchers said that they have made observations uh, were performed with the color of video cameras in daytime sky. And so, you know, I wanted to talk about this because, you know, I, I love to watch travel channels, one of my favorite channels to watch when I watch a television, mostly because I'm trying to watch mountain monsters so i can watch them go out and run in the middle of the woods carrying shotguns hunting bigfoot and um there's this show called um paranormal and uh caught on camera whatever it's called and so lately they've been running a whole bunch of episodes about cloud-shaped ufos or ufos that uh, take the form of clouds and i've seen those and so <laughs> I'm, I, you know, I, I look at them like, you know, some of them seem weird, but, you know, I'm like, well, if every weird looking discus cloud that you saw was a UFO, then I saw 
several mm -hmm. UFOs when I was a child because I remember sitting, uh, laying on the trampoline, staring up at the sky, and I would see these small white discs that were clouds floating through the sky, and they would float through the other clouds at a faster speed than the clouds behind them were. And, you know, I just, you know, I never thought it was a UFO. I was like, you know, it's explainable because the larger clouds, cloud. the larger clouds have more moisture in them than the clouds without them. So it moves faster in the breeze, uh, in the wind is what I, what I always assumed. And I'm pretty sure it was a logical assumption, even though it was younger making that decision. So yeah, apparently Ukraine, Russia in general is really one of the is really a hotbed of paranormal and supernatural activity you know russia has several different sightings of the almost or, or which is the russian sasquatch which uh most people who believe in sasquatch believe that the almost in russia is not actually a, a sasquatch but a neanderthal man um and they say that because mm -hmm. of uh of zuka uh she she was a uh, a creature well oh, yeah. every time we talk about ufos you always got to bring it back to bigfoot like these are these are not related topics <laughs> look, look, look at well, bigfoot look, background. He's looking for bigfoot right now yeah i am but wait a second so this is the reason why i mentioned the, why, why i mentioned sasquatch because many of these reports are often showing that when sasquatch is seen in these areas UFOs are also seen in the areas right around the same time the Sasquatch were seen. So you have a you have a group of people who believe in Sasquatch that believe that that they are on these UFOs being dropped off to conduct some type of experiment or whatever they're here to do. Or, that sounds cool. Or, or they are the aliens. Yeah, they are oh. the aliens. Or Joe Biden <laughs> could be one. He's seven hundred twenty years old. He could be a reptilian. Oh man, that's all. I like those two conspiracies going together. <laughs> oh, I love that, dude. I never even thought about that before. What if the Bigfoots are aliens? You know, I always <laughs> thought the Bigfoots were prophesized in Revelations, believe it or not. I always considered them to be the beasts with no neck. But then I but then I met Jay. But but quite but quite literally my neck back, people. <laughs> but quite literally, I mean, when you take a look at gorillas, gorillas have to look backwards like this because they their neck is way down. Yeah, they're so muscular that they appear not to have a neck. And Sasquatch see, apparently that, that's has my the same too. thing. Yeah, they gotta that's go like they <laughs> see that's my problem too, man. I got too much muscle. You see it? That's why I don't nah, your, your, got no neck. Your yeah, breasts you just go rise like up too quickly. <laughs> Man, I knew you said that. But you know, and you know, uh, the last time I seen Jay on video camera, he had shaved his beard off, and I'm like, Jay, what the fuck's going on? You shaved off your beard, and you still don't have a neck, <laughs> bro. That's because I got the best traps, man. I'm like, I'm like, no, you know what it is, stuff, you know, listener, you know. Uh, well, you know how we, we used to call Rhett George Lopez because his head is huge. You say, here comes the shoot the whoop <laughs> cannon, but Jay is the crimson chin <laughs> i'll take it i'll take it you know man. my head has to be larger to contain my brain <laughs> you know that is a that is a really good comeback you should have came back with that you know like 12 years ago it's actually we based school. on facts too <laughs> well you know oh. you should have came up with that when we were in the school but you know i used to be called a yeah, big but head I, was just too. Too, I was too busy getting offended when i was in school <laughs> 
<laughs> it's despite the fact that we that we offended uh, quite a few people, uh, Quinn then won. Dude, he was he was so easy to offend though. You could like look at him and he'd be offended. Hey, hey. You just started going on about like I hate America because of Pearl Harbor or because of uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Like I hate America. Like he was personally harmed by that. Uh, look, I say, hey, he wasn't nigger. even Japanese, dude. He was black. Be like, hey, <laughs> stop, stop being so niggardly. <laughs> you know, we did say you're lucky you're here. Oh man, you you know good home land. But he's, he's, sure I, I probably said it to him too. <laughs> yeah, you I think so. But, but I, I, was, I feel like I got away with it because you know I'm actually saying a real word that's completely unrelated to the other N word. Yeah, it's like it just like, sounds it, like it. But you know, Shakespeare. It was in Shakespeare. Yeah, it means stubborn. That's like stop being so niggardly. <laughs> And he he got he's like, oh, why did you call me that? Blah, you know, we man, we we were we were the best at pissing people off. Now, I still am one of the best people at pissing people off. Jake can attest to that. Uh, every day, man. That's true. But I want to get before you know, let's let's wrap this up shortly. Let's do this in like two three minutes here. I want to know uh, what do you guys think about uh, Ukraine and Russia being a hotbed for supernatural activity? Do you think that there's something in the region? Well, I, I mean, for example, Russia, most of Russia is completely unexplored. So, yeah, but nuclear nuclear weapons are always associated with all these sightings and Russia has more nukes than anyone else. Yeah, that is true. They have us beat by about Ukraine. 3, and a lot of them are in Ukraine. Well, some of them are, especially the nuclear power plants. But scary stuff. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. I had I this know. is really the first I'm hearing of this. You know, I've I've heard of a lot of different phenomenon that happens over in Russia, but most of the time I'm focused on more of the Sasquatch <laughs> stuff. But the the, but the now idea, that we figured out they're possibly related, or maybe they are the aliens, and we could really gotta look into this some more because I've never actually thought about what if Bigfoot's well, really yeah, I mean, I, they always that say so cool. the, these are the things that are that are most commonly associated with Sasquatch from as far back as I can recall with some of the petroglyphs glowing red eyes glowing orbs surrounding them wolves following them around the, the um, a moose is usually a present. The moose is usually present because they believe that they breed in the same area that the moose breeds. That the uh, and UFOs and recent recently uh, within the last sixty years or so have been they've you know they they do those little maps where they put all these connections together and they plot all these encounters between UFOs and Sasquatch and they overlap where UFOs are being seen at the same time that Sasquatch sightings are being reported. And in many cases, some people have reported seeing a UFO running after it to try to see if they can film it and then running into a Sasquatch. That's so weird, dude. And then there's also strange strange things like the Appalachia Mountain Trail in the United States is probably one of the strangest areas ever. I mean, we have so many strange stuff in Appalachia. Uh, the sheep squatch. The Flatwoods monster, the Grafton monster, the Jersey, uh, the, no, the, no, not the Jersey Devil, uh, Jersey Mothman. De- Mothman's one. You know, there's also a Mothman in uh in the UK apparently. Um, you know, Bat Squatch is in Chicago. Uh, that one I find harder to believe, but it's supposed to be fucking fucking Sasquatch <laughs> with bat wings that could fly around. Um, uh, but 
also we you know remnants of black panthers which we have had those here in mississippi dude have you heard have you listened to what they sound like yeah terrifying and uh there's also depictions of satyrs being here in the united states they're called goat men but there's a i remember stories of goat men but but you also have to think of it it may not be satyrs it could be wendigo because some depictions of Wendigo have them with antlers on their head from when they would kill Ooh, deer carcasses. Stories and, are so freaking scary. <laughs> you know, and you're Native American. You probably heard a lot more Wendigo stories than I have. I mean, okay, I'm really not. I don't have that much Native American. I'm not that Native American. Well, you lived on a reservation. You're more I, Native yes, American I did than anybody twice, else. I definitely here. have heard um, a lot of scary skinwalker stories. Yes, yeah, that's out there on the Navajo Nation. There's skinwalkers out there, and these people swear up and down that they they more. My uh my my grandfather uh my great great grandfather on my on my uh, grandmother's side is Navajo or Cherokee, some Native American, and my grandmother used <sighs> to tell me stories about skinwalkers all the time. That there was this black guy who used to wear well rainbow colored pants or and a yellow shirt, and he would get arrested. And he would transform his flesh while he was in the jail to make it appear like he was dead. And his stench would be so horrible that the police would just dump his body out and he would transform into a cat when the police are gone and walk away. That's just crazy. You know, and so, you know, but the Appalachian Mountain Trails, which Mississippi is technically a part of the Appalachian Mountain Trails, even though our mountain isn't really a mountain, it's a hill. Yeah, I would say the foothills are in the northern Alabama. And but the Appalachian Mountain Trail has so many weird phenomena, and there's a lot of UFO activity here in Appalachian Mountain Trail. Even more UFO activity happens in the Appalachian Mountain Trail than it does in the Rocky Mountain Trail, which is usually where you hear more of the sightings happening over there in the Rockies. But over here, you know, the Appalachia has so many weird phenomena you know, that happens over here. Uh, Texas has a lot of weird phenomena in the Badlands. Uh, the Badlands, I don't know if you know this, Jay, but the Badlands used to be, there used to be a highway on the Badlands called Highway 666. And it was so evil that the U.S. government eventually changed the name from Highway 666 to something else. I can't remember what they changed it to because there were trucks crashing all the time. At nighttime, there were reports of 18-wheelers that were trying to travel down. And 18-wheelers hated traveling on this stretch of road. They would only do it when they were running really late. And this one truck, he was he told a story where he was on Highway 666 trying to go deliver his freight. And this green cloud of fog came over the mountainside. And it felt like it just flew into his truck. And as he's driving, UFOs are flying overhead. A spirit mm. is sitting right next to him in the truck, and he's going around this mountain bend, and the spirit is sitting there staring at him. Uh, put his got his hands on the steering wheel and is actually steering it, and he says, "I." I he says it felt like time stopped because when the fog rolled away, what was four o'clock and uh, what was night like midnight was like six o'clock in daylight, where it was night broad daylight, and he felt like the spirit or whatever it was that was in his car had died or something going on highway 666 on that mountain 
where so many people have died and he feels like the spirit came in there to guide his truck so that he wouldn't crash and fall to his death like so many <laughs> other truckers did stories i want to see yeah, that i sometimes go on like youtube and like listen to some of these like reddit stories of like craziest stuff you've seen glitch in the matrix all this weird stuff i've heard some pretty crazy stories on there too and there's some oh, yeah. there's one of video that's like truckers what is the scariest thing or unexplainable thing you've seen at night there's there's a lot of stories about the navajo nation driving through there at night it's oh. it's scary it's a scary place to drive at night How i've driven there at night navajo many- nation Navajo Nation, I've driven there many, many times at night, and it's terrifying. Yeah, you know, and when I was on my way to Paris Island to go see my brother's graduation, we drove through a stretch of road through uh, through Georgia that <laughs> felt like we were driving on the same stretch of road. It was at nighttime, too. Felt like we were going through the same stretch of road that damn Jeepers Creepers was driving on. It, it looked the exact same. The barn was on that side of the yard. It was an old beat-down truck. And it's like, oh gosh, we're, we're, here we are. Jeepers Creepers is about to come come around. But you know, I just wanted to get you guys' opinions on some of this area phenomenon. Uh, but I think we're we're done here. We've had a pretty good show. I want to thank Jay for stepping up into this into his new role as chief political anchor uh, for the story of America uh, as we begin to work out our new name and everything like that. Starting next week, of course, we will be we will be moving on to the new platform. I will be purchasing that starting next week. So, uh, Jay, I want to give you the opportunity to uh, work on your outro skills for next week. So, I want you to do the outro for today, and so that people can get used to seeing you a lot more often on this time slot. That was a damn good show. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love the hot strings. I don't yeah. know what the outro is, man. Yeah. I'll probably just end it with just a happy kind of ending. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I'm thinking about it, you know. Uh, hmm. Well, so, uh, you could start by thanking your audience for, for watching the show you know what, and telling please? them to fo- to like and follow our content uh, wherever oh, I'm gonna we be are. that guy. I'm going to be that guy. Oh, you got to tell them to like and follow us. How are they supposed <laughs> to keep up with the news? And then, you you know, you got to come up with some gotta type of... It's got to be short and simple. It doesn't have to be anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm going to be like, that's the news today, people. I'll see you on more in angry news next week because angry is what we do here. Angry news? Is that what you want to call it? Angry news? That's, that's it. All my news is always angry news, man. That's all I get. <laughs> oh, you know, that, that that should have been one. You know what? We can talk about this on our casual Saturday episode. Because, you know, we should have talked about Joe Biden's fits of anger in his last speeches. <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen it. He's like, think think about what you think about, damn it. Think about it. That's why me and so many other damn people in Northwest have cancer. He's he's, he's there like he's he's like it's like they're gonna cut Medicare. And so think about it. If you're you're a mother or father and your kids can't get insulin, well, what the fuck does that have to do with Medicare? Think about it. You're sending your kids to die. Think about what you think about. Damn it, like Biden, calm down. Think about what you think about. You're you're old, man. Think, calm down. You know, I want you to die, but not like that. You know, I want you to die of natural causes. Don't give you don't have a stroke while you're giving a campaign speech. Don't become Fetterman. Just like it, just like Hitler, man. Who likes things, Stalin? But yeah. 
I'll probably just be angry. <laughs> I don't even know what I said. I looked like red. Oh, what? <laughs> so instead of being the angry video game nerd, Jay is going to be the angry Christian news nerd. The angry Christian news anchor. I don't know. I most likely am because I'm be like today, guys. This is what I got angry about. Then we're gonna look at some angry stuff. Cause look, look what these Democrats are doing, man. I swear. I, May oh, as well man, just change nice. it to to from from the news to what really grinds Jay's gears today. You you know what grinds my gears? Tacos don't have enough sauce. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That really does grind my gears. <laughs> but before before we start getting on the tangent again, all right. So this is uh this is gonna be your new anchor for our news broadcasting. Um well you might be doing uh might be doing your first solo episode next week because I have to work. Um I'll I'm gonna be coming, I'm gonna get all the stuff together, have you know, I'll, I'll share the information with you and Rhett so you guys can be able to get there. I'll I'm gonna create a new YouTube channel. And well, I, I'm going to learn how to do something with the YouTube channel. I got to figure something out. I, I I think I can add you guys to the YouTube channel with by via emails. So I'll figure that out. Um, but other than that, uh, if you guys enjoyed this type of content, please leave a comment, like, follow us, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Discord, follow us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Truth Social uh share download and share our content on our spotify apple podcast google podcast the pony express your sister's ass anywhere you can find that what is that supposed to mean i stole it from vic (laughs) divitato you know the guy the guy interrupt you okay let's end this you know the guy who's like who who wants coffee Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you gotta watch that. But yeah, I I love that guy. But follow us wherever you can follow us. On Disturb America, Payson Williams, Disturb America, PW, and we will see you guys next time on Saturday night um, with the Casual Saturdays episode. Jay, you're welcome to join us to talk about uh, Biden's angry fits. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, we're done.